a billionaire's in boxes production. Hey guys, welcome to the first ever episode of the Billionaires in Boxes India edition. My name is Partha Srinivasan and I will be your host. I am joined today by the founder and the chief empowerment officer of Billionaires in Boxes, Mr. Phil Pelucha. Hi Phil. Hello mate, you're right. Oh, I'm all right. How are you? I yeah, am I'm good. So excited to do this. Oh my god. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a good show. Yeah. So, um since this is the inaugural episode, I'm actually going to let you run things and tell us a little bit about, you know, well, I'm not going to let you run things, not on this podcast. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the jokes apart, though, uh, I want you to kind of give me a little insight of um, how Billionaires in Boxes actually came about. And it's it's been through a few evolutions already, hasn't it? It has, yeah. It really has. I mean, it's, I guess the best way to describe billionaires in boxes to somebody that, that hasn't seen it other than than outside the, the the usual, you know, we are a global entrepreneur broadcast network, essentially, um, where we're bringing together the best mindsets, the best entrepreneurs, the best mentors, the most creative businesses, you know, plugging them all in together and then giving people the tools they need to be successful. Um, but a lot of this, is, as we've said a lot of air, is, is we've made all of these mistakes so that other people don't have to. Um and actually, that's the larger part of our network as well. You know, many of these mentors, many of them who you'll have seen in, in movies like The Secret and all the prequels and things like that, some of the, the, the best-selling mentors and authors and most renowned people worldwide, you know, they will tell you that their courses are built on personal hardships. Their courses are built on the times that they had to learn how to create their way out of that. So now they're showing other people how to do the same thing. So um, it's a really powerful thing, but I, I guess... I, I always like bringing it back to it's like we've made the mistakes so that you don't have to, you know, um, and that's one of the points I always love to stress is that, you know, we're not sat up here on this pedal stool going, yep, we've got all the answers. No, we haven't. We're still learning every single day as well. That's why the Billionaires in Boxes Network still interviews all these incredible people um, so that we're continuing to learn because my attitude, as you as you well know, is the more we know as individuals, the more we can impart and empower to other people. So one of the things is that you guys are actually huge in Africa right now and you have a big network and you're actually broadcasting to a big audience. Uh, so mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about that story and then obviously we'll jump into what we were planning to do in India and there's a big announcement that's coming up as well. But before we jump into that, the Africa story, what are you doing sure. and where, where is it right now? Well, Africa... It's where it's always been. <laughs> um, Genius. <no. laughs> uh, actually, it's not. It's kind of it shifts a few degrees each year, doesn't it? But um, no, no. All joking aside, so Africa is a real passion and a love of mine. As, you, as people can probably hear from my accent, I am not from Africa. I'm from the UK. Um, however, my wife is from Southern Africa. I have two beautiful children who are who are dual nationality, and uh, in fact, I, I often joke they've got a lot more African blood in them. <laughs> um, they're they're awesome, and, and and I love the continent. I fell in love with the the whole continent. I mean, I I've I'd never been. I think if you really want to know the honest story, the the honest answer is that um, I was at a crossroads in my life. I really didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, I'd left sport, which had been a huge part of my life for, for many, very many years. It had been a senior profession. I'd been, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd had a little bit of a taste of success, not as much as the, the Premier League players and things like that, but I'd, I'd tasted a little bit of success and now suddenly it was, it was gone and I was finding myself rebuilding. Um, and I met this amazing woman on a social media. I actually met her on Twitter. Um, and then 
as as life often does she was now living in johannesburg suddenly there was an opportunity for me to go and get a job in johannesburg and it was like hmm that's twice i've heard johannesburg now in the past 24 hours there's probably something in this so four weeks later i booked a flight and i moved to a country i'd never been to before Originally for a three-month contract, stayed out there for very many years, fell in love with the place, got involved in numerous projects, set up a number of businesses to have a number of ventures out there with different partners that I absolutely love. Um, but one of the things that I think had really struck me right the way from, from going, and, and we were having this conversation earlier about India, was the divide between the haves and the have-nots. And, you know, as somebody who wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth and, and the, for much of my career was competing against the guy who went to Harvard because his dad went to Harvard and his granddad went to Harvard and his great granddad owns the name of the building he lived in for three years. You know, I was you having to compete with those guys and it's like, this isn't fair. This isn't a level playing field. And then I realized that if I if I was going to ever win at this, I had to do it in the same way I did with sport. And that was sometimes you got to fight dirty. Sometimes you got to roll your sleeves up. You've got to make sure you, you, you get in there with a hard tackle first so that they know you're here and that they don't mess with you. And business is no different. I don't mean about hurting people or sabotaging people. I mean, make some noise. Don't be apologetic for you here. Don't go, well, I'm just a one man band and you know, they employ 250 people or 500 people or 2000 people. How could I possibly compete with that mindset? You never will. Um, but I was always, well, big wheels turn slowly. So what am I going to sell on? I'm going to sell on how agile I am and how quickly I can get things turned around faster than they can, better than they can, a more personalized service. I'm going to play on the fact that it doesn't touch seven points of contact through customer service representatives. You're going to be my main priority and I'm going to take much better care of you than those people are. So that was what I mean by hitting them hard and hitting them where it, where it hurts and, and getting stuck in. And my attitude was that we could do this with, with Africa, I mean, I, look, I'm not naive enough to think I'm going to solve all the problems. I'm, that's not that's not even what I'm trying to do. I know with what we know that we can empower 1 billion entrepreneurs worldwide. And that's a big number. And how we're going to get there is empowering the empowerers. It's to empower people who have a voice and have a message to share that can empower people. And then we empower them with those resources and these tools to know how to do this so that they can then go and spread that joy. So it's not about teaching 15 people. It's about teaching 15 people who then go on to teach a thousand people each as a minimum. That's, that's what it's all about. So coming back to the question, what are you doing in mm -hmm. Africa? So at the moment, so Billionaires in Boxes kind of it progressed as at the moment to, we started to teach people. So Billionaires in Boxes as a, as a, as a podcast grew into a radio show. The radio show had then been picked up by a Southern African uh, TV network. So we were going to be going out across 13 million homes at that point, maybe 14. I'll round it down because it might not be 14. I'll say 13 million. Still quite a lot of houses. <laughs> Um, and, uh, just a few, just a few. So, yeah. <laughs> so we got a studio ready in Cape town. Uh, I was currently in the UK finishing off a few little bits and pieces and then we were, we were going to be recording and then COVID happened bah, bah, bah. <laughs> and, um, it was like, now what do we do? And there was a big conversation about, well, we'll just wait. We'll create the content when we get down there. We'll stick a pin in it for three months, whatever. It's fine. And I really didn't like that. Cause I was like, well, 
We're an empowerment network teaching people how they can succeed no matter the circumstances around them, but we're going to let the circumstances around us stop us from teaching them. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, this is the time more than ever that people need to be understanding how to do this, you know. I've seen the people that we've taught how to do a lot of the podcasting, for example, their businesses have still been thriving during this time and they've been managing to survive, more importantly, in many cases, in very difficult sectors because they have evergreen content that's out there constantly selling for them. So their their business is still good to go. In fact, during this time, they've been able to get on a load of the top CEOs and all these people that they want to bring on the show that they want to work with because they've been sat at home with nothing to do. Yeah, I mean, the um, CEOs have nothing better as well. I mean, they're sitting at home locked up doing nothing. So, yeah, I 100%. guess. 100%. And, and people by people, we always say this. So, look, I have a passion for podcasting, but I don't need other people to have a passion for podcasting. I just need them to have a passion for something, and I'll teach them how to use podcasting to go global and reach a global world with that. Now, with the African stuff, how, how that's now progressed and grown is really kind of beautiful. So it started off as one TV network. Now it's in excess of three. Um, we're hitting 30 million homes across Africa. <laughs> I mean, it just sounds crazy. Um, and at the moment, I mean, for, for those of you that haven't seen it, the, sh the show at the moment is literally, it's almost like us recording the podcast and that's what you see on the TV. Um, you know, it's bringing in these experts. It's bringing in these people to help. And uh, and really kind of making sure that we piece it all together. So obviously a lot of this can be replicated into the Indian market as well, and which is where I come into the picture. But tell us a little bit mm -hmm. about, you know, the vision that you have in terms of, you know, what is the uh, the goal and how do you think uh, the BIB network and the BIB concept, uh, the billionaire, billionaires in boxes concept is going to help, well, podcasters in general or companies in general? Mm. So I think... The joy of what we do is that it's not kind of finger in the air. This is what I think is going to happen. The joy of learning lessons from other markets. And I mean, and this is, I'm a surveyor by trade. So my head likes data. I love data because you can make a wise decision with data. I mean, admittedly, you're only as good as the data that you put into it. But, um, you know, if, you're, if you've got nice, clean information, you can usually make pretty informed decisions. And one of the ways to do that, as we'll talk about throughout the network is, I see what fits and what feels right. I make more decisions with my heart than I do with my head. If it feels right, then we do it. If, I, if it doesn't, then I don't. Um, and But one of the great things is because we're a, we've been doing this for so long now in the West and in North America, you know, we we have a number of, you know, people that we've helped do this across. I dread to think it's probably at least 50 sectors that we've now done this across and it's worked and it's been successful. And the joy of it is it's such a simple blueprint to follow that it really doesn't matter what it is you're trying to do because it all comes down to who is the audience you're trying to speak to, what is the value add that you can offer to them to solve a problem, and who is it that can give you that value add. I mean, it really doesn't need to be any more complicated than that. Um, but you asked about India, so it's funny. As you well know, India was not part of my plan. Um, it was, you know, we were, we, were, we were talking about introducing the best of the world to Africa and introducing Africa, you know, the best of Africa to the world. And that was the focus. I mean, that was where the TV networks are. There was no kind of, there wasn't any looking elsewhere. That was the focus. And the reason for that, I'll tell you really clearly is, other than the fact I have a great love for the place, is that it makes business sense for everybody, me and the businesses that we're working with. And I'll tell you why, right? So the number of podcasters in Africa doubled last year, doubled, right? 
that's a pretty awesome stat on its own until you factor in that they're still at the place that the US was for podcasting in 2003. So wow. now you're going, oh, so are you telling me that there's 17, 18 years worth of growth in that market? Yes, that's exactly what I'm telling you. I'm telling you that every time somebody comes to me for mentorship or wants us to help them, you know, monetize a podcast or use a podcast for business development or use it for growing their personal brand and monetizing that. Every time that happens in the West now, we've got competitors into the tens as a minimum, sometimes into the hundreds. Wow. Because there are so many people doing this. Whereas across Africa, there will always be less than five competitors and the five, and the people who are doing it are doing it to a standard 17, 18 years behind that of what we've been doing in the West. So if we're getting people to that status in the West and we're still doing that to this day, imagine what we can do to a business that has no competition or next to no competition. You know, and people struggle to differentiate between if they type your name into Google and there are 50 guest podcast interviews with you on other people's shows being named as the person to go to, the brand, the product for whatever it is you do. And then you have your own show, which is interviewing all the top people in that market. Maybe it's a local thing and you're introducing the best of local to the best of international. They'll see names that they recognize. They'll see big names that impress them. And you get the credibility that comes with that. So let's say that you have the number one podcast in design in Mumbai. Well, it's now very difficult to differentiate between you not just being the number one for design in Mumbai. Nah, that's true. That is true, actually. So the, the value that comes from that is actually pretty high, which is one of the reasons that I actually, actually, I got into podcasting before was uh, I used to run uh, this magazine in Dubai called Game World Middle East. And mm -hmm. what would happen is that uh, I would have podcasters who are gamers come onto my show and I could see that link being formed, you know, because they were mm -hmm. gamers and they were podcasters. And obviously there's a lot of value. Um same thing with the way we did uh, our three-way podcast uh, called Tech Tree, and this is something that we did as well. So I again, I see a value because you know we're talking about something that we are known for anyway, and you know mm -hmm. there is that association, so it builds in. And of well, course, you know what? It, nobody cared about my stuff anymore. So I'll tell you why. There was a good friend of mine, and um, <laughs> he's a, a bit American guy, larger than life, like proper kind of USA. You, he's one of those types. Oh, you know, okay. He, he, All right. You know, he, he literally just drinks, I don't know, Lucozaid for breakfast or something out of a barrel and pours it over his head. I mean, the guy is literally just pumped full of energy from the second he wakes up. It's like, isn't that the best sleep you've ever had? Woo, let's go. It's like from the second his eyes open. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> but, he's, but he's very direct. So he rings me and he's like, listen, I want to talk to you about podcasting and monetization, brother, because you're slaying it and I want you to teach me how to do it. And I know you're probably going to say that we're going to have to work with your recruitment business or your marketing business to make that happen. I'm just going to say it, brother. I don't give a shit about your shiny shit. I just want the podcast bit. <laughs> and I was like, okay, uh, that's, that's an interest. Well, at least you've been honest. Um, yeah. All right. Why not? So we did it and, and, he was one of the first ones that it wasn't included for because if I'm honest, I'd known that this was a value add for about 10 years. So I've been using it as a value add and as a, hey, listen, if you do this with our business, we'll teach you this as for, you know, and doing it kind of that way. Mm -hmm. um, and then about this, that was about five or six years ago. So about five or six years ago, people came to us and said, actually, no, we just want to learn the podcast bit, you know, 
you know, with all due respect, you know, in fact, the funny thing was he was a recruiter. So he was like, I obviously don't want your recruitment services. And to be perfectly honest, I think my marketing team is probably better than yours. So I don't want that bit. But the bit that you're awesome at, the bit that you can really add value is that podcast bit. So how do I get that? So we started doing it for lots of businesses and, uh, you know, I teach the formula and, and things that I was like, well, this is just common sense. This is really easy. You know, this is the stuff that got me keynote speaking events across the world. And this is the thing that got me, you know, working with some of the biggest businesses that you could ever possibly imagine. I mean, as a one man band, I end up working, doing some work with the Microsoft Asia HoloLens project. I mean, what is that about? Um, I ended up speaking, I was, we were saying this off air, I ended up speaking on one of the biggest stages in the world for technology about VR in marketing six weeks after I'd started in VR. Um, and all of this comes through podcasting and what happens with global networking. And it's, it's really simple, but it's incredible how many people struggle with it. It's incredible how many people, and again, we've had this conversation as well. Originally, my thought was that this would be great to plug in with businesses who haven't done podcasting before, right? Because it gives them this huge competitive advantage. So as you and I both know, we do the five and five thing where we'll pick the top five people in the in the, in the market and we'll say, we're only working with one of you. Who's it going to be? Because we're going to go with the one that we resonate with. Why? Well, A, because we love them and we want to plug them into all these cool people and what we do, which so you get the advantages of that. But also B, because there's no point giving you all the same advantage at the same time because you've all just moved five steps further forward. It's pointless. You know, for for every Netflix, there has to be a blockbuster. And I'm cool with that because I only want to work with Netflix. Uh, blockbusters are out of business. That's why I said. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. So I, for every... I'm just why. reiterating it for the audience. Yeah, Blockbuster's well, out of why, business. Blockbuster were the biggest kind of video video store, you know, chain in the world. You know, they were massive. Yeah. And then at one point they were given the opportunity to buy Netflix for like next to nothing. And it was like, Do you want to come and do this? And it was like, mm, we don't think people are gonna to want to watch movies online, so we're not gonna go that way. Well, that was a wise decision. Somebody's just sat somewhere, lost his millions, but don't worry, he's built a house out of VHS cassette tapes. <laughs> I wonder how cement works with VHS. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Com- <laughs> coming back to the network, uh, so tell us a little bit about the the BIB network. I mean, uh, I mean, you've kind of touched upon it, but I want to get a little mm-hmm. bit more in depth as to you know what is the value that businesses get for trying to work with us or trying to. And I'm not talking about the podcast itself. I'm talking about the network, mm-hmm. the value. So about there are the different network. ways that you can uh, you can actually different ways that you can engage with it. So how does that work? So the network is really powerful. So so I guess the best way to describe the network is it's a group of like-minded people all at very different stages of their journey and career that, that all have something in common. We all have some shared goals, so our, our paths are aligned. Um, but what that allows us to do is, I mean, we said we wouldn't do this, but we'll talk about the podcasting, for example. Our podcast course is phenomenal. It can really show you how to uh, make money from podcasting, understand it, you're going to have a strategy as to how you're going to monetize it and then you're going to be able to go away and do it. And we can show you that from start to finish. But what really made that even more special was, you know, Dr. Travis Fox, one of our mentors, uh, one of my mentors and a good friend, and you obviously know him as well now, uh, phenomenal guy. Um, I think he's still ranked as the world's leading passive income coach. He's given us his first you know, couple of weeks of mindset training completely for free. Now, this thing costs a couple of thousand dollars just to begin with. And the reason he's done that is because he's gone, well, if BIB have, have said, okay, yeah, we love you, we want to bring you into the network, 
then already he wants to share the love because it's like, if you love them, I'll love them. Let's do it. Um, and what you find is that many of these sort of personal development coaches that we know, some of the best mentors, some of, some really incredible people, they're all about empowerment because one thing you'll learn is when, when you get to the point where money is no longer the consideration, there has to be something that gets you out of bed. And if it's not the money, if you, if you I mean, most of these guys don't even know how much they earn. You know, there's, there's teams of people that manage all this stuff in the background and they don't know. They just do what it is they do best. Um, and I love that because it means that they can focus on their passion and focus on their being and focus on bettering themselves. So the amount of people that when I've said, you know, I want to do some live events across Africa and across India, who's in? have all gone, yep, me. I mean, it was like, you're looking at the prequel cast for the, the Secret movie, for example, and it was like, yep, me, 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 I'm in, cool, yep. And I was like, great, do you know what we should do while we're all together? We should put on this incredible event across all of these locations, across Africa and across India, multiple locations, bringing the best of these coaches, some incredible people, some of the architects from Travis's Academy who are just amazing coaches and some phenomenal things. Uh, bring Travis himself, bring some really impressive people. Marie Diamond has said she wants to get involved She's, she's known as the secret behind the secret. Mm -hmm. Doug Vermeeren, who is, well, just go check him out. He's brilliant. You'll see everything. Uh, Megan Fetes. I mean, the list, go, uh, Dr. Marina Brunei. The list goes on and on and on of people who've gone, yes, I'm in. And then I've said, you know what we should do? We should create a movie. So once we're finished with the live event, we should hang around for a, a week to 10 days and we should go to a nature reserve somewhere or somewhere beautiful that's local and we should spend some time together reconnect recharge our batteries after an amazing event or rather as you and i both know enjoy the energy that comes from those kind of events rather than recharge it's more like wind down <laughs> um but but whilst we're together you know create some absolutely amazing empowering content that can really help people whilst you're in that kind of real sort of alpha phase of we're creating mm -hmm. we're in a great place create some content where we're all together in these amazing beautiful places um, but one of the things I'm most looking forward to, as I've been saying to you off air, is we're all about empowering local coaches because one of the things that makes me really sad about Africa and India in particular is whilst I love many of the people that you turn to for mentorship and you turn to to learn from, it does upset me that people in both places struggle to really name high profile people that they could turn to for help in their own countries or you know who across india would you turn to as the coach that would be on a level with tony robbins or travis fox who would be that who is that indian person and then you say well who is that ugandan person who is that tanzanian person who's that nigerian person and you start to realize that actually most people will say i can think of one or two but i could write you 20 20 names of people from overseas correct um so, so we're so all give about them kind that of platform this this really <laughs> Hugely. So it's about creating them and helping them to create from, from their being um, and be in a really great place that they can do this. Give them the tools that they need to be able to do this, both through tra what Travis is doing, which is incredible. Um, and de I de highly recommend you go and check that out. But also through the proven strategies that we've done. Now, if you plug these things in together... I mean, imagine what happens next. You know, you're empowering people. We're going to plug you in on this stage with these incredible people and do this really amazing event where it's just all about empowerment and it's bringing the best people from overseas locally and the best people locally and saying, right, that was the past. This is the future. The next 10 years of emerging markets belong to India and Africa. What are you going to do with it? Spotlight's on you. Let's make it pay. 
So, and I think that this point is uh, where our project, the one that we are launching very soon called Bump comes into picture, mm -hmm. right? It's basically an amalgamation of your podcast mentoring as well as uh, Travis's Jump. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be something phenomenal because I've been working on that website. I've been working on that content and it's just blowing my mind. Every time I go through <laughs> it, it's, Thank you. it's so phenomenal. The, the way it's structured and it's definitely going to help a lot of people especially the ones who are going to take this course because jump opens up your mind. Jump mm. literally takes you out of your own damn way, opens up your abilities to actually learn something new. And then when you learn uh, the ways that we actually teach you how to podcast, uh, how to actually go out and network and go out and actually mm -hmm. leverage the BIB network because that's you're going to be plugged into the BIB network at the end of the day. Of and once you do that, obviously you, you're leveraging now not just at a local level but at an international level. And this mm. is something that's going to be fantastic. And that's going to launch very soon that's 22nd of june uh is the first intake and we're going to do one every week every month i'm sorry not every week we hope it's every week someday but just not right now um mm. <laughs> and uh it's a six-week course uh and it's it's bloody brilliant well uh, do, do you know what i mean I, I guess the idea behind the course was quite simple wasn't it which was you know, we want, and that's why we plug jump in with this as well, is that, yeah. you know, you can't help other people until you help yourself. So that's the best place to start. You know, you Absolutely. can't add value to other people if you haven't got it yourself. You can't give what you haven't got. So it's about making sure that you are in the right place to shape your business and build for success and, and, and be where you need to be. And then we show you a really clear blueprint and strategy how to do that. Now, I've often heard the phrase, and I always cringe when people say it, right? And it's like, well, if I can do it, you can do it. Because it sounds so, you know, 1930s sort of American <laughs> radio jingle, doesn't it? It was so yeah. easy. If I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. that's. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm like, imagining a guy with a hat and a Marlboro in his... Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, but, uh, but do you know what? I mean, you can testify to this. I am not the most technical person in the world, but I've managed to help host so don't, many don't businesses. Don't make me snicker on video, no, bro. No, true, though. <laughs> We've been able to grow with so many of these businesses. We've been able to empower so many people. I mean, even just the recruitment side, we're looking at $4 million saved in recruitment fees by teaching companies to use podcasting to do their own recruitment. We're looking for 8 to $10 million in additional revenue since starting a podcast because it sets you apart from your competitors. We are talking... You know, numerous people now on the Forbes uh, top 100 list for search businesses, for example. And let me tell you a little bit of a secret about them. Most of them, in fact, I'd say 95% of them, their business hasn't changed in the slightest from what it was before they started doing a podcast. The difference is that they now have a podcast, so they're more visible. So because they're more visible, they're now winning awards. They're now being invited as the expert for this field to come and speak at these major events. And you know, life just becomes much easier. Let's say you're a medical recruiter and then suddenly you get to come and speak about the challenges of medical recruitment and how we overcome them to an entire room of medical professionals and people who run those businesses. I mean, it's literally the easiest way so, to make so money in the world. So changing the model of the business is just giving them a, a much wider space to operate in. It doesn't matter what the model of the business is, if I'm completely honest. I mean, every business owner feels like they have a story to tell which is why we set these things up in the first place. I mean, there's easier ways to make money in terms of, uh, you know, at that level, especially when you're first starting up. Um, there's a very famous saying that says it's spending your life in a few ways that most won't, so you can spend your life in the, in, for the rest of your life in a way that most can't. Um, <laughs> and, 
you know, and it's very true. It's a, you know, I could have gone and get a salary position and my hourly rate would have paid me a lot more than this, but I love what I do. So I'm getting stuck into it and then it pays off. But for so many businesses and so many entrepreneurs, you know, that becomes a very, um, a very challenging time. I mean, there's, there's uh, the mental health issues that come with being an entrepreneur. I mean, the, the risks are endless. It's very stressful. Often you're having to deal with the people very closest to you that you care about telling you that you're nuts and that they, why have you done this? And, you know, and, and you get a lot of doubt. So you have to have a lot of self-belief. And I guess one of the great things as a byproduct that came from the Billionaires in Boxes network is it's an entire network of people just like that. So you, yeah, okay. You might have your mum saying to you, you're crazy. Go and get a job. Go and get a proper job. You know, do you know your cousin, such and such a person? Do you know they've just been promoted? Where's your, what are you doing? You know? And it's like, you're going to need to find a space to bat that away because they love you and they're saying it because they care about you, but that's terrible advice. And they're giving you terrible advice because somebody once gave them terrible advice. So they don't really know any different. But the joy is the Billionaires in Boxes Network do. It's full of some of the most successful people in the world. I mean, the names that we get to talk about, chatting with Marie and chatting with all these amazing, and Bob Proctor and all these incredible people from their teams. And then suddenly we start talking about CEO of Hallmark and, oh, I'm the mentor for the, the founder of United Airlines. And, oh, I know the guys who started FedEx. And, uh, oh, if you want to chat with Steven Spielberg, no problem. He's been a friend and a close dear mentor of mine for 15 years. And you're going... How did this happen? Like, I don't... I, so the whole point of Bump was to explain to you how that happened. So now six degrees of separation is literally not just... A, 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 it's not a lofty goal. It's actually within your reach when you become a part of the Bump uh, or part of the Bib network. Nobody is more than one move away, ever. There's not one person on this planet. Nobody useful to you or meaningful yeah, for you. For 100%. There is nobody on this planet who is is right for your journey that isn't one move away or less. Awesome. So, uh, what does the person need to do to get a, become a part of this? I mean, obviously we're in, we're cherry picking. We so, are. so how was the basis that we're cherry picking these on? Yeah, it's a hard question to answer that, and, and, I, and I'll tell Try. you why it's a hard question. Uh, all right, I will, but I'll I'll tell you why it's a hard question to answer. It's a hard question to answer because it's not like I have a criteria in front of me saying, right, if they're making this revenue, if they hire these many people, it doesn't work that's, like that. That's right? it, right? I mean, obviously, those are the kind of people that we don't want to take in because they're no. very single-minded in any case. No. But, so, so yeah. So we have businesses that are 500 to 1,000 employees. We have businesses that are one-man bands. We have husband and wife teams. We have micro teams of between 6 and 25. You name it, this works for everybody. Mm -hmm. I started it just on my own and then grew all of this stuff. So <laughs> it clearly works because I'm, I'm doing it. Um, and as you well know, I don't understand the Scooby-Doo about digital marketing. It's not my thing. Uh, I mean, that's a lie. I understand how the process works. I don't understand the technical side of it. I just kind of know my bit of it. Um, so you know I what you need but you don't know how yeah. to get there but I always hated cold calling as well so it was like well I don't want to do that to other people because I always hate it when people do it to me so podcasting for me was the most natural way of winning business because it was like okay how am I going to work with all of those people that I want to work with they don't even know that I exist so what I'm going to do is I'm going to write down the list of the 100 companies worldwide or locally doesn't make any difference that you would love to work with right Top to bottom, who's your dream? Work your way down, right? Then you message 100 CEOs from those companies and say, hey, I'd like to invite you on a podcast talking about this, this, and this. 50 of them will say yes. Here's an, ask yourself an honest answer right now, an honest question, and answer it very honestly. 
can you seriously handle more than 10 of your dream clients right now? If more than 10 said yes, what would that do? Um, I'd hire somebody to do the remaining yeah. six. You would be hiring 24-7, <laughs> round the clock. You know, you'd be going gray. You'd be going, this is the best problem I've ever had, but it's still a problem. And now you're just dealing with different problems. Well, how does that happen? Well, it happens by building relationships with people. And a podcast is the, is the best way of doing that. You know, storytelling is, our, is, is the best form of communication. It always has been and it always will be. Before we had educators and teachers, we had mentors. That was how people survived. That was how people got by. Podcasting is perfect for combining the two. It's, it's finding somebody who can mentor you and do it in a storytelling way. And the best thing about a podcast is that, you know, you're actually spending a, a quality amount of time. And I think one hour is not a short amount of time. And it's not just the fact that you're recording with them. There's a lot of prep that goes into it. There's yep. a lot of back and forth. So you're dealing with these people more than once or twice. And you're actually building a bond, so to speak, because mm. you're trying to get into each other's minds and understand the way the person think before you have to actually interview them. Because if you get into a podcast, and go mm -hmm, please tell me a little bit about your business nobody wants to listen to that podcast no. mm -mm. well th that was so you have we to got, put a little survived. feel into it you need to put people a little always said that we were not corporate at all which is why they liked us so it was always the fact that we would ask the questions that other people would be afraid to ask us like so tell me about your new book and it was like no 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 no, that's boring i'm gonna ask you okay so what about why did you write this in this chapter I was <laughs> you, 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 know? you know you mentioned a certain character on page 25 paragraph 7 tell exactly. me more <laughs> yeah me it, more. <laughs> uh, do you know what it is exactly that that it's kind of like saying well look i also noticed that you're involved in this this and this you know that business went belly up you know how did you deal with the disappointment with that you know right. because the thing is if people are successful it's just because they failed more times than you um so everybody has new every successful person has countless failure stories and they can be extremely empowering because one of the criticisms that i've had for a long time of the the personal development world is that they almost need to brush past that bit it's like i was sleeping in my car life was awful i had two dollars to my name and now i'm a millionaire and i'm selling out arenas and i've got all these best-selling books and you're going Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't skip over that bit. That bit's the most interesting bit. How did you, <laughs> how did you get from $2 to that bit? Don't just brush over it. Um, so, you know, I, I do that with people. I take them right back and I say, so, you know that time when you were sleeping in your car with $2 in your back pocket? What happened next, dude? Right. So those are the kind of stuff that you can actually uh, get into on a podcast. Because, again, it's a very personal thing. It's... And the best thing is that, you know, even if you go in scripted, you will always, in, if you're a good host, and, and this is something that we will actually teach you to kind of be mm -hmm. more fluid, is uh, if you're a good host, you'll find the conversation comes easier rather than scripting it. Mm. And that's that's the good thing about a podcast. Scripted podcasts are painful. They're like scripted cold calls or scripted phone calls. They don't sound personal. Nobody likes them. Yeah, Everybody like, knows hey, when somebody's Phil. reading from a script. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be very similar to Hey Phil. Tell me a little bit about the BUMP program. Because guess what? We spell BUMP all caps. So everybody's yeah. going to say BUMP. It's, it's, it's like your text-to-speech. You know, I might as well have an interview with a text-to-speech robot. Mm. Well, that's it. And, it and, and nobody wants to listen to that. So, so the rule for content is always if you wouldn't enjoy listening to it, neither would somebody else. But that was kind of how I grew the podcast because it was, you know, when I first started, okay, I'm going to say it like this and it's going to sound evil. I didn't care if nobody was listening because I was using it to speak to people that I wanted to speak to. It was doing amazing things for my business. I couldn't give a shit if you weren't listening. I was enjoying it and I was learning from it. So my attitude was, 
I'm getting taught these amazing things by these incredible people and it's bettering me every single day as a result. Now, if, you, if, if you've got anything about you, you're going to jump on that. You're going to learn from it too. And then you're probably going to get in touch with me and go, how did you meet that person? Can I get an introduction? You know, if you don't listen to it and take those steps, it's like I can, I can make the path easier for you, but I can't walk it for you. Yeah. I remember you telling me, and we had this conversation when we were having our prep conversation for my podcast, which is the East Podcast, Silent Plug. Uh, mm-hmm. You actually told me is that I love the way you approach your conversations because you sound like you're doing this because you enjoy it and you have, you're having a lot of fun. So mm-hmm. you don't even care if there's an audience. And that's true. I'm doing it because I end up learning. And of course, if somebody else learns along mm-hmm. the way, because guess what? I am learning. I know I've, even if it's one person, I know yep. I made a difference and that's important. And that's what I do. Because that one for. person might go on to empower a, a billion people. That person, that one person might go on to become prime minister of a country. You, you have no idea what that one person is going to become and who that lesson is going to impact. And that's the other good thing about a podcast is that it's global. You're not yes. limiting yourself as well. So it, it, that thing is beautiful. Well, I think we're nearly at the end of the first episode of BIB India. What's next? How, what, what, what can a person expect from uh, the podcast on India? Or wait, is that something I'm supposed to decide? No, no, not at all. I mean, well, look, I mean, it's, 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 it's your baby, obviously, to run with. So to let people kind of know how this conversation really came about, because I think it's quite a beautiful thing, was I was talking in the pre-interview about, um, this was a week or so ago now, about yeah. the um, about Africa and about why it works and about why it's amazing. And you asked earlier about why we're cherry picking. Well, the honest answer is because we can, because we want to find people who we resonate with. We want to find people who, when we talk to them, we feel passionately and deeply about helping them reach more people and power their business and do whatever it is that they're doing. So that's why we cherry pick. And because, as I said, we're 17, 18 years behind the rest of the market, so we can cherry pick because we're going to plug somebody into something very powerful. It becomes more and more diluted if you plug too many of the wrong people into that. Just you know, This is not about flog this to the world. It, we could do that really easily. This is about, no, no, we want to work with the best people in these places so that we can continue to add to this really amazing network that we've already built up that's already plugged into, as you well know, already plugged into so many more circles and and bigger things and we'll explain all that to you another time but genuinely if you wanted to go from right where you are now to being stood on the biggest stages a best-selling author the biggest events starring in movies tv shows empowering millions and billions of people worldwide we have the roadmap there for you to do it and have the connections that would love to hold your hand throughout the process that is a genuine offer um but when we were talking about africa you said it everything that you're describing is is a problem that india is experiencing like there's no difference so it was like wow okay if it's this powerful here it would be this powerful in india so i'm sure you won't mind me saying before we'd even finish that call the conversation that you the question that you asked me was okay what do i need to do to become billionaires in boxes india and and that was it to be honest it was that passion you've seen how quickly that happens it's (laughs) we've we've mobilized it in the last few days you've been working extremely hard in fact everybody's working extremely hard to to get this where it needs to be and it's because when you know, you know, and that's exactly the same. That's why I can't give you a criteria of the people that we choose either, because when you know, you know, and, and yeah. that's, that's the way we feel it. And that's why you can't just buy the course online. You have to come and talk to us. You have to come and have that onboarding conversation for that very reason. You can go and do the online course and the videos and all that kind of stuff. You don't, you don't want to talk to us. Yeah. You want to do it by yourself. 
And there are a bunch of those out there. I mean, the Udemy's and the Coursera's of the world have a bunch of episodes and a bunch of courses about how you can, how you can actually physically start a podcast, but nobody's going to tell you the mindset and the ability to kind of make it work for you. Well, that was what I said. I mean, we were saying, I could just create another podcast of teaching people how to edit and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, but you know what? It's not, it's not important. It's, it's more what you're using it for and who you're adding value to, which is why I was saying to you earlier, actually, whilst we designed this course for um, businesses, particularly businesses who've not done this before or personal brands who've not done this before, I've been blown away recently and historically by just how many people, especially in the West, just how many people who already have a podcast want to do the mentorship because they're going, we've already started the podcast, except you've clearly figured out how to monetize it for the past 10 years and keep doing it in different sector, different business, different person, different size, different service, different product. I'm flogging away. I've got 56 listeners for the last six months and I don't know, I've not sold a bean. So what am I doing? And it's so great to see the moment that light switch comes on and it's just like, ah, okay. I see. Okay, so if I do this, this, and this, and it's like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're also actually in the in the process of creating the follow-up as to not just knowing the process, but actually the ability to deliver on it, deliver on it as well. So there's obviously a lot of tech aspects involved there too. So yeah. we're probably going to do something on that end as well, but that's still a work well, in progress. It's going to be both. So it's gonna, but, but I always like to call it the no excuse model, right? So this is, this is not going to be a podcast that says to you, right, you can only start when you've got that $500 mic and you've got this splitter system and you've got... Nonsense. I can see the cost of your mic has gone up. You started with 200 at one point. Well, I want a new mic. That's why. So I keep, but that's just me. I love these things. I collect them like they're fun. It's like, Ooh, new toy. Um, but that's, but that's my thing. I'm, I'm passionate about podcasting and you want me to be passionate about podcasting because that's what I'm teaching the world. So it kind of makes sense that I'm passionate about it. Um, but the thing is you could start this thing with just your phone. You know, when we first started podcasting, I did this through. Yeah, exactly. I did this. Through, I started uh, with this, my hands free. Yeah. Me too. And that's when I got hooked up with this mic, which is literally only $70. And mm-hmm. it's one of the best things I've invested in. So you literally can start with just your earphones. And I've done I this. I have my old microphone. I've literally, in fact, I've kept it as like a thing. You can probably see it on the shelf behind me. It's a, it's a blue ice mic. It's like this USB thing that you plug in. And it cost me $30 secondhand off Gumtree from a guy in Manchester who even delivered it to my house for me. He bought it oh, to podcast, did it once, didn't like it, and never did it again. And little does he know that I probably created five, 6,000 hours worth of content using that microphone. Um, I loved it. In fact, it was so nifty and nimble and, and, and it worked so nicely that I actually started taking it with me. I'd like put it in my laptop bag and I would just whip it out and do an interview with somebody wherever I was. It just became like the thing. Like to the point where I'd, I'd go to a meeting and they'd be like, do you, know, do you not want to uh, do you not want to do a podcast? And it's like, oh, you're disappointed you're not on the podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, well, let's do 15 minutes now. Well, come on. Just, it's like when someone's got a really nice car and it's like, can we, uh, can we not go for, go a, for a drive? Spin. Mm-hmm. Get, do we, we go for a spin? Can we, can we, can we talk, should we talk in the Mustang? Talk in the Mustang, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> can I drive? Can I drive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, I, can I have a drive in the Mustang? Can we, go, can we go to a car park? I mean, I'll go slow, but can I have a drive? <laughs> it's, that kind, it's that kind of thing. It's like, I want to do the podcast. And, and you started to realize that people really resonated with it. And, you know, it was really, it was a life changer for me and it was a life changer for, for my business because it was great for developing business. You know, I was growing, I grew the team from just me on my own to 25 people globally in the space of about three months, just because I had more work than I could shake a stick at entirely through podcasting. 
Um, I then interviewed somebody on a podcast who was starting a federation in their industry. He and I resonated really well, and he offered my business the exclusive contract for his entire federation and all the people in that federation moving forward. That just came entirely as a podcast result. Um, the, the nearest competition to me who I beat had 12 offices in the UK and employed hundreds of staff, and I wiped the floor with him um, because I had a podcast. I mean, do you see how easy this is now, people? You're starting to... I mean, you're probably sick of me saying the word podcast, but, like, I can't stress this to you anymore. I spoke on the biggest stages, worked with the biggest clients, been to the most amazing events, you know, been been paid to go to Champions League finals, Rugby World Cup finals, I'm, you know, paid to go all over the world in executive boxes meeting these awesome people mm-hmm. just because of the amazing people I've met through podcasting and the fact that I was... I wanted to listen to somebody's story show them a way to share it and turn that into money and feel what they're doing. And that's beautiful. I love it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, thank you very much, Phil. And I really do appreciate the time that you spent with us. Phil will be back in the future on a few episodes when we have to talk to a few more guests. And he's definitely going to make an appearance on the BIB India. But you've just been listening to the the Billionaires and Boxers India edition, episode one. Do let us know what you feel um, about this episode. If you'd like to participate, drop me a note. My contact information will be linked in the show notes. Thank you very much for joining us. And we'll see you in the next one. This is a Billionaires in Boxes production.